Hello and welcome, travelers of the digital soundscape. I am Brian Keese, and this is Draft Punks. Thank you for joining us tonight. Lovely to have you with us. I am joined, as always, by Rob Hudak. Oh, hi. Travis McGahee. Uh, it's a pretty fair day outside, wouldn't you say, Brian? It is. It's a, it's a boo this man. It's a fair day. <laughs> and our special guest this week, Jonah Gomez. Jonah, how are you? I'm great. It is indeed a fair day outside. Just looking yeah. out there. It is. It's fair. I mean, what can you say other than fair? It's uh, it's perfect weather to play some video games and talk about them. But wait, we're not. No, we're, <laughs> we are not talking video games today, uh, which is unfortunate because you're joining us from a another video game podcast. You're our second guest host from the uh, wonderful Great Game Debate. Uh, we're we're slowly working our way through the rotation over there. Yeah. How's how's that going over there? The Great Game Debate podcast. Uh it's pretty good. We just did uh, last night. We recorded our uh, our fifteenth episode, sixteenth episode, um, nice. and it's our E three recap. So we're talking about just like our top five E three lists and what we were so Ooh. like super excited about. Obviously, if you can't tell sorry audio listeners uh we got i got a highly a dark link hylian's uh master sword and shield on my wall <laughs> so i'm obviously the the biggest game for me was um halo infinite <laughs> <laughs> nah i'm a big zelda fan well, well, breath of the wild 2 look really good we, we won't tell greg griffith about that that guy hates halo um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that's probably like the number one most, you know, thing we expected to see and saw that was number one for me. Could you tell us maybe and and if this is going to spoil something you guys are doing on GGD, tell me no. Um, like, what was your biggest like no. unexpected <laughs> moment that that got you hyped up? Um, my. Let's see. I think the most unexpected thing on our streams were was. um uh god what is that game um a plague tale innocence requiem like just mm-hmm. out of the blue was not expecting that um i don't know was I not was... expecting that i told wes i literally i <laughs> i literally told him that 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 it was gonna be there <laughs> and he was like don't get my hopes up i'm like it was on a list that's had these other two out of left field things on it yeah <laughs> but like believe it and i i they announced it and i i tweeted at him like a minute later so like huh? <laughs> too good to be true, to be true. Yeah. yeah um yeah i think for me it was the the advance wars reboot camp even though i'm not sold on the name i am very excited for that uh Rob, Travis, what about you guys? What was like your biggest unexpected thing from E3? Uh, 2D Metroid. Yeah. A new 2D Metroid was mm-hmm. not what I was expecting to happen, and I'm very happy about it. Like Breath of the Wild, it was it could have gone either way. Like it seemed appropriate time-wise. Like this is yep. the time to show off a little bit at the very least. Uh, so I figured that would be there. But Jonah and I even had a bet about it, um, about uh, Metroid Prime 4 potentially being there. Uh, mm. But that wasn't. But we did get new Metroid and I could not be happier. Yeah, because yeah. what I said that Metroid was definitely going to be. I, I said Metroid Prime 4 was going to be there, mm. but I knew it was going to have like a more significant presence than 
uh, than Zelda, and you're like, there's no way. And then the <laughs> whole thing was about Metroid Prime or uh, Dread, Metroid, Metroid Dread. Yeah, Dread. Yeah, and it looks really good. It, yeah, it does. does. It looks. You'll, you'll, you guys will hear my thoughts on the, the next episode <laughs> yes. of the podcast. Awesome. Listen to it, to it, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, Rob, for you, uh, was just like the amount of information we got about Elden Ring. Like oh we knew God. it was going to be there, but how deep they went in on that was crazy. Hey, George R. R. Martin said it's a sequel to Dark Souls, baby. <laughs> he also said he stopped helping with the game years ago. <laughs> Which is exactly what we like kind of talked about, yeah. was that he probably just did a lot of world building for mm-hmm. it and then yeah. said, here, yeah. thunk, like, here's a Bible. <laughs> Go to work. Yeah. Have fun, yeah. Uh, what about for you, Travis? Anything, like, big, unexpected I mean, that you're so there, about? Like... This is so weird, but Riders Republic like really, <laughs> really juiced me up for some reason. I'm like, I if we can get a group of people to play that, I think that'd be a lot of fun. But ultimately, like out of the, a lot of indies, you already mentioned it, uh, but Dark Deity, so uh, good. It's Dark so good. Deity came like <laughs> out of nowhere for me. I hadn't even heard of it. It was a game that was kickstarted a while ago, and it's a uh, it's based off of Fire Emblem Advance games, basically, and it's great. The character designs are all incredible. The battling is super fun. The the um, combat animations are sweet. Yeah. Like, I haven't turned them off yet, and I'm like, you know, 10 plus hours in, so I'd say that's a pretty good sign of good combat animations. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really scratching a niche I didn't know I had since I never really played any of the Fire Emblem Advance games. So, uh, but I played 160 hours of Three Houses. So as soon as I they <laughs> they played a trailer for this on Tuesday, uh, and then and said come back you know tomorrow and we'll have an extended trailer and a release date. And that first trailer was the first I had seen of it, uh, and then they shadow dropped it uh okay. 24 hours later yeah so that was really that, cool that was the big the big hit of the show for me i guess i'm a yeah. big sucker for good animation dude like that mm-hmm. i know a lot of people are giving uh halo infinite crap because they didn't see they didn't show up more story but like just watching master chief float through and like his hesitation when he sees the dead marines like it's something that you don't get from master chief in the other games it's like oh there's another dead guy i'm just gonna run back run by because i'm uh, ultimate super soldier it showed some <laughs> humanity in him which i thought was really cool and also the multiplayer looks incredible mm. yeah looks this really, is this really is a lot more pixely uh yes, than, than halo <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah it's very old school if you're into like war groove advanced wars like Tra- mm-hmm. travis mentioned fire emblem the advanced games this is will be up your alley for sure yeah it looks um, great but yeah, so so that's the unexpected. Now we get to the expected. This week we are embracing the arrival of summer, and with summer comes the inevitable arrival of of county fair season, which oh. of course, of course, and I love the suggestion when we got it from from mm-hmm. Jono is uh, all the wonderful and terrible fair food that we absolutely. Oh love. yeah, oh so, yeah. Attacks on a stick. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yes, so, sir. So we're shifting from a gaming festival to a caloric heart-stopping food festival here. Uh, and last week, I think this is the first time we've gone into recording with a tie in show history. 
uh we've come close a couple have, times but yeah, this you guys like come close the, last episode too we did it well last, yeah. <laughs> last episode nick was up by one when we started record well like 10 minutes before we started recording when i checked then at recording it was tied and then by the time we were done recording rob was up by like five but we'd already oh, given geez. it to nick so. um but this week it was between rob and i we both were tied and so we asked jonah to break that tie and jonah said that uh, he had already voted for uh, Jesse's list, but after Jesse, he was looking at Rob. So we're going to give Rob the win this week. Uh, he gets first pick tonight in our fair food draft. Uh, Jonah will be picking second, Travis third, and then I will be cleaning up the leftovers at the end of the round. Hey, Rob, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I, and this first pick is for you. All right, let's uh, hear it, it better not be one of my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's there's one thing in particular whenever I think of a fair and the, the the one thing that either finds its way in front of me via like a family member going to grab food or I make a way my way to go get it. And that is funnel cake. OK, OK. Yeah, it's definitely on my list, but it's a very, I, uh, a big one for me. It. It's a very Mickey Mouse it. pick, I gotta say, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I like. I it. like I cake. Like <laughs> there's no, I, there's no Mickey Mouse picks. Kind in, is. They're kind of in is. food. In in fair food. <laughs> They're kind of is, mean, but it's okay. No, I I love this pick. I, you know, I love Mickey Mouse. So yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think cut. If if we're being honest, like cotton candy to me is kind of the Mickey Mouse pick. Uh, but funnel cake to me in particular is like actually tastes good <laughs> whereas cotton candy tastes like crap damn uh, shots fired early on in the show i have a sweet tooth i can't stand cotton candy uh, my um, wife and my daughter have like the biggest sweet tooth so i just i've gotten used to it like my wife will drink those cotton candy bangs like they're nothing i'm like oh, you're gonna have an anxiety oh. attack and a heart attack at the same time. It's, it's even like, worse when it's, <laughs> it's it's fake cotton candy flavor. Ugh, oh, yeah, it's so gross. It's but nasty. funnel cake, like I love breaded foods and like pastries, mm -hmm. um, fried foods. Though I shouldn't, but like funnel cake is a great combination of things, and you, it's it's versatile too because you can either put like powdered sugar on it and put some like chocolate syrup drizzle on it, and you know. You, you can use it as a good template or foundation, but you can also go a little bit more savory mm -hmm. and like um, find a way, like find some that have like bacon weaved in there somehow. Or you could get like a, a spicy sauce, like a red sauce on it, um, just with a little bit more kick. Uh, so it's, and it's like the, the sweetness of the dough still is like palatable and complements kind of whatever you put on it. All right. Um, Hear so. me out. Okay. Chili cheese funnel cake. Oh, yeah. I'm here oh. for it, man. <laughs> I love chili <laughs> and I love cheese and I love funnel cakes. All three of those things together is just a happy and very sleepy me. <laughs> the big, yeah. yeah. I think the big upside, too, for funnel cake versus fried dough is mm -hmm. because you're doing the funnel dripping, it's much more of that fried breading that everyone likes, the crispy outside part as opposed mm -hmm. to a doughy center. Um, I think funnel cake is is the superior version of fry bread. Yeah, I think that's I think it's a good pick. I love fried bread too, but yeah, there's something there's something about funnel cake in particular. 
I didn't know fry bread was a thing until I started doing research for this topic. Cause I've never, <laughs> I've just never had it. It was like, Oh, I'm just going to get the dough. That's, that's fried. I didn't know people would take like wonder bread and just throw it in a fryer and call it good. It was like, listen, okay. Now listen, think of anything you've ever eaten in your life. Oh, I know. That's Friday. <laughs> I, I know. I understand. Like you can go easily get like a stick of butter up fried hey, that hey, is don't literally a thing, later yeah. fix okay <laughs> <laughs> all right uh no that's a great pick great pick and so with that we will move on to the number two pick which is jonah all right hear me out you're walking around the fair right mm-hmm. and it's a specific fair you've got your chain mail on, your tunic, yeah. maybe yes. you're looking like Link, you know. And you exactly walk up to the going. stand and you're like, give me that turkey leg, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Give me that turkey yeah. leg. <laughs> Excellent choice. Great pick. It's been sitting in that smoker for the last 12 oh. hours. Yeah. It fall drips off. <laughs> the, the best part about it is that you can keep walking around the fair. Oh uh-huh. yeah, eat it mm-hmm. like that. In one single fist. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and it with another head. hand, exactly. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's yeah, excellent. I'm in minor shambles right now because, as we all know, turkey leg is the also the favorite snack of one Walter Elias Disney. To the point where there are <laughs> turkey leg stands all over Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, you can uh-huh. get turkey leg, and that used to be my go-to snack at the at the Disney parks when I was a kid. If we were Trying to get a quick lunch, I'd say turkey leg. Hit me. I don't want chicken nuggets. Give me that turkey leg. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. No chicken nuggies for Brian. Uh, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm honestly more likely to eat those now than I was back then. Yeah, you should hear um, Lynn. Chicken nuggets and French fries, and the best part doesn't touch the French fries. Doesn't. Touch <laughs> those are. But for you. it is That's chicken good. nuggets and French fries. She'll eat yeah. cheats the apple slices, man. There we go. I'm all for it. Maybe she thinks those are French fries. Uh, yeah, excellent pick. So, Jonah, you mentioned your Dark Link sword and shield earlier. Have you ever brought those to said medieval fairs? Uh, no, because they're they're just replicas, so they're kind of built poorly. Like, my Master Sword is, like, barely held together just after mm. several moves and stuff. Um and I mean, the shield is just like a piece of wood that's got paint on it, basically. So mm. it's not really good to walk around with. There's not really anything to hold on to it. All you need is a, a hammer or actually just honestly a couple screws and a drill and some leather. That's that's, that's you, you could just straight up make <laughs> like not even carry it, but use it as like strap around your shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we, we used to go to a lot of the King Richard's fairs when I was a kid that would come around in New England and just, it's always a blast. It's always so much fun going to like the jousting matches and stuff. And oh, yeah, yeah the, the turkey leg is a necessity. Like you just the have last, to have that. The last, uh, Ren fair we went to was like two years ago and there was like a little play and they were asking for people to join up and I played the bad guy. So that was really fun. <laughs> nice. It's <laughs> rad. And this was like, uh, like last week, right? <laughs> uh, no, it was two years ago, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got uh, funnel cake. We've got turkey legs. Travis, what's the first booth you're going to at the fair? 
I'm going to take the elephant in the room. Uh, ah, the man. elephant ear in okay. the room, to now, be specific. Now, question here. Is this essentially fried dough? Are we taking all fried dough adjacent products off the board with this? I mean, I assume that's, with just like the funnel cake and the elephant ear, those are like the two main staples of fried yeah. dough. I think the yeah, I think funnel cake is different enough that I'm fine with elephant I ears. Mean, but I think if it, we're taking elephant ears, then fried dough is out. Yeah, because that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. If you if you've got something that you think has an argument, like bring it. But I mean, for the most part, yeah. But elephant ear, uh, just a bunch of cinnamon and sugar. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, when I was growing up, my dad always like kept a shaker of mixed cinnamon and sugar in the spice cabinet. Uh, As you should. To do uh, <laughs> like cinnamon and sugar tortilla, you know, a little oh, yeah. cinnamon and sugar roll up for a good snack. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm all about some cinnamon and sugar. It's and the other thing that's really nice about an elephant ear is that it's really easily shareable. Terrible and shareable, baby. Terrible and shareable. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I do like we talked about, you know, the benefits of funnel cake over fried dough earlier. I think fried dough is an easier vessel to put more toppings on because it is a solid piece of of fry bread mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where it's easier to put more stuff on it. Like you could get like M&Ms and stuff on there a little bit more easily or other candies on there or whatever you want to put on there. Yeah, uh, what? Ice cream, listen, whatever. listen, <laughs> I would have taken funnel cake. If it was still on the board, okay. I'm I'm I a believer in superior. the funnel cake, uh, yeah. but M M's on an elephant ear. What it, like? I'm just yeah, it's the first thing that came in, into my head. I'm sorry. Honestly, that toppings. just sounds like a chocolate chip cookie to me. It sounds <laughs> like a dessert pizza almost. Yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm here for it. That. I'll do nothing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too proud to eat an M and M elephant ear. My my thing, I'd. I'd need them to go on like right away and be crushed a little bit. So they melted some because, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, if I mean my elephant soft. ear, I don't want the crunchy bits, you know, I, I, I'm looking for soft, soft goodness. Okay. Rob, you said you're not going to be proud eating an too elephant proud. ear. Too I'm proud. Okay. Is there any pride in eating a lot of this food? You know, no. like <laughs> y'all are scoffing M and M's on elephant yeah. ears. I'm like, that sounds that sounds delicious. Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Yeah, no. If you don't feel your heart slowing down as you eat these foods, are you really You're eating fair, fair food? <laughs> uh, and that's, that's you know what? Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> That's the last one tonight, I swear. I, I don't believe uh, you for a minute. <laughs> you know what, Rob? Fair enough. Have All right, night, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Travis has left the building. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, soul leaves body. <laughs> uh, All right. So we're going to end round one and start round two with me i get two choices here and i'm gonna pick a couple of pick a couple of classics so i can make sure i get them on my team before i go into the more like hometown fair specific ideas uh and so i'm gonna start off with the classic uh i feel like this is the first really deep fried snack where people went wait you're deep frying what and that is now a staple of the fair and that is the deep fried oreo okay okay Mm-hmm. Big, big shambles. 
Uh, I have I have made these at home and they're very easy to make and they are just so delicious. It's basically a pancake batter, but it softens. They are a problem. It softens up the Oreo to like an almost cake like texture. And it is just so Mm -hmm. good. You sprinkle a little powdered sugar over those. You go to the fair and you can get like four of them for two bucks. And it's just they're fantastic. They're so shave about three years off your life for each one. Yes, it's worth it. It, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't argue. Yeah. if you get those two years back, but you didn't have any deep fried Oreos where you're really living, Rob. <laughs> uh, so deep fried Oreos, that's going to be my first pick. And uh, there's I think there's going to be a lot of deep fried snack food on here as we go. Uh, but my second pick, I'm going with another staple of the fair. You can get these, you know, anytime you want at the grocery store. But I really only eat them at the fair and I associate them so much with fairs that I got to go with the corn dog. Yep. It's another classic. Dang it, mm-hmm. dude. You guys are killing Ooh. my list. Ooh. Love to hear it. Uh, you guys enjoy a good corn dog. What do you put on your corn dog? What's your go-to? Are you ketchup or mustard, guys? I'm just a mustard guy. Like Mustard. A, a cup of mustard, you dip it in. I mean, that's how I am with just like hot dogs in general. I'm not a big hot dog person. So like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm a brats I'm, and mustard person for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, walking around looking for barbecue sauce, uh, kind of. Guy. <laughs> that that does sound pretty good. I mean, that is good. Um, but in particular, it's it's something of it's not exclusive to Utah, but it is a favorite and kind of originated here. Is the fry sauce? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, which is like ketchup, mayonnaise, and a little bit of sugar and delicious. Uh, added in the concoction, yeah. and it's perfect. Yeah. Uh maybe the weirdest thing I've ever cooked at home. But it was so good. And you made me think of this, Rob, when you said you're more of a brat guy. Mm-hmm. I bought like four or five different kinds of like sausages, kielbasa, like andouille, chorizo. Yeah. I cut them up and did kebabs, skewered them Ooh. real close together. And then I deep fried them in a corn dog batter. So it was like a corn Ooh. dog sausage medley. Man. That sounds yummy. If man. I had a you are truck, a madman, but it was like so good, brilliant at the same time. <laughs> Evil, oh, my oh my lord! <laughs> that sounds great. The mix delicious. and match of the sausage corn dog. <laughs> my mind is it. officially blown. Thank you. <laughs> you could do like a sweet breakfast sausage with like a sweeter yeah. pancake type batter. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Little absolutely. syrup in there. Absolutely. Uh, All right. So, Travis. Wait, hold on. Before we move on from corn dogs, what's your guys' feeling on the little little mini ones? Oh, corn dogs. I'm down for them. Superior. Absolutely. Honestly, yeah. yeah, They're honestly, yeah. They're kind of the preferred way. Honey, honey mustard with those because they they're the honey crunchy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jonah, I don't know if you know this about me, but I I love condiments. Like Uh, uh, (laughs) I love honey mustard. Most yeah, of honey mustard. Oh man, okay. You'll have to see. I've only like I've been getting sweet baby rays honey mustard. You mm. gotta tell me if there's like some good honey mustard out there I should be going for. Um, um I like McDonald's honey, honey mustard? mustard. Okay, there I haven't. Okay. Dairy Queen's I'll, honey mustard. Actually, their their chicken strips are fantastic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I good. mean I think I've always heard that, you know, because it comes with the toast, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. The garlic toast, yeah. That's uh, uh condiment draft one. 
Um, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, no. See, the problem is, if I don't get barbecue sauce number one, I'm walking away. Right? <laughs> well, you might have to get there before. Honestly, me. to have enough to do a draft, we might have to like have multiple forms of uh, uh, condiments sauce, and so. salad dressings. Oh, see, then you've lost me. I'm not a big salad guy, as you can. Yeah, probably but it, tell it from widens the me, pool. But... It widens the Sa- pool. <laughs> Man, I had a steak salad just last night with some balsamic <laughs> vinaigrette on it, and oh, it yeah. was delicious. So you just ate a plate of steak? No, it was it was, <laughs> it was steak and greens and fr- frizzled onions. You know. Mm, all right, all right. Uh, Travis, what is your second pick going to be? Now, have you recovered from the deep fried Oreo shambles enough to make a pick here? Dude, I don't know here. Um, (laughs) I think, I think I'm going to have to go with what's a huge one for me. And, you know, Mickey Mouse me all you want, but kettle corn. uh, God dang it. (laughs) See, Hear those shambles on this show. <laughs> that was literally going to be my next pick. <laughs> See, Sounds not great. only not only is it something I'll get like because they have it at you know uh, a farmer's market or yeah. like an art fair in the park, right? Or where I really love to get it is going into a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah. That, uh, and I always make sure I have some to bring home. So what later when I'm lazing out on the couch, it's what it's all for. But definitely trying to get Lenny into kettle corn. Uh, she's not trying to get into kettle corn. So uh, that's <laughs> it was never my learn. favorite. I don't know the the sweetness with the I don't know that version of it. I, I should say because there are sweet popcorns I do like, but kettle corn's never really done it for me. It, the only problem I have is when there's not enough sugar. Yeah. Like when it's just really faintly there. So it's like, why am I? I'm just eating popcorn. It's now. like, yeah, it's sweet, gotta have that sweet and chalk crust. Yeah, it's gotta it's have that like caramelized yes. yeah. gel mm, on it. Oh my yeah. God. And but not caramel light. corn. But not caramel corn. Which could oh, come oh, up oh, later. Oh, so. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What's your issue with caramel corn? Well, it might come up later. So I, I don't <laughs> have an I don't have an issue with caramel corn per it's se. Dough, I, far, <laughs> I far prefer kettle corn. Okay. Right. It just it just sounds like you're throwing shade towards uh, my guy ca- caramel corn. Okay. Or should I say caramel corn. Oh, Get fancy uh, caramel cornifer, yeah. <laughs> well, Jonah, I mean, it's your pick, so I mean, you could do justice for caramel corn right here if you wanted to. Oh no, I was just, I was just talking about no, this man, not that passionate about caramel corn. Jonah Gomez hates caramel corn. That is put, it, put him in the hall of haters. We need to make a channel. Uh, Draft punks just has quotes from from members yeah. of the Discord server. The hall of haters. Mm-hmm. Greg, number one, hates Halo. Hate, hate, hate. All right. Well, I might put I might put Travis and Brian in a little bit of shambles here with this, since they're from the state of Washington as well. Ooh. Uh, we're gonna go with mm. Walla Walla sweet onion rings. Oh, I think Travis. Are you okay, Travis? Yeah, I don't think he likes them. No, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. I li- uh, I'm. I'm. A- My problem with onion rings is everyone's problem with onion rings is when the onions aren't like attached enough to the batter, so you just get a whole piece of like kind of slimy onion with no batter. 
but the I like good onions. thing then is that you get this nice batter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is since you're a sauce guy, you can take your fry sauce or your onion ring sauce mm-hmm. and pour it in that tube. And now you've just got like fried sauce. So when you say mm-hmm. onion ring sauce, what do you think of? What it's, is that? It's, it's usually close to a fry sauce. Like okay. A, a mustard and mayonnaise See, base. It's Ooh. the it's the campfire sauce from Red Robin. Is oh, what, yeah. Is yeah. What the onion ring sauce, which is barbecue sauce and mayonnaise. Oh, okay. That's that's why it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Barbecue and onion rings is. Mm. Yeah. On a, I, on I, I will Western say Western burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Western burger is oh, my Pepper go-to. Jack cheese. Yeah. yeah. Mine too, unless they've got something with jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Best of both worlds a lot of times where they're like, we give you barbecue sauce, we give you onion ring, we give you jalapenos on this mm-hmm. burger. That's, like, that's my Western. five guys order, Travis, when, when we get five guys together. <laughs> I, that's, <laughs> that's what's on the jalapeno burger at the Grizzly Den. Yep. Um, I will say, Jonah, I'm a recent transplant to Washington. Uh, I've only lived here for about five years now, so I actually don't know about these. So can you, is this just like a, an onion ring? Is that what we're going for here? Yeah, it's just a, it's just like your standard onion ring, but Walla Walla produces really good onions and they're just like, they're like really good sweet onions and they fry up super well. I don't know if you guys have Burgerville up there. Usually you can get them during the summertime. Yeah, are they are they like a thick cut onion or a thin? Like, what's the onion to batter ratio on these guys? I mean, they're 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 pretty they're pretty massive onions. Mm. Like, they're really big onions. So, okay, and you, like ratio is pretty solid, about fifty fifty. Okay, so you get a nice bite of onion with a solid ring of batter you know it's yeah like, yeah i'm more i like a like a 70 30 i like a lot of batter a little onion <laughs> <laughs> give me as much fry as you yeah, can give me as much you of can that just cholesterol. put the onion ring on the side <laughs> the onion itself on the side and just give me a ring of batter <laughs> i get See, this that's, that's that's why you gotta like do what uh Travis Travis was uh, saying is just like bite the onion out, pull it yep. out, and then you can just eat the whole. That's ring. I was gonna say I get that from my dad because that's exactly what he does. He hates onions, but if we order onion rings, he will eat the batter off it because he likes hmm. onion flavor. He just doesn't like the texture of the onion, like that's biting fair. into it. Yeah, so he will like eat the batter off of onion rings when we order. I love them. onion rings, <laughs> and then general. you can just fling the the onion. <laughs> itself at your friends <laughs> like a rubber reason. band it's the snack <laughs> and the game <laughs> so my my solution to the the onion ring problem mm-hmm. uh, that i found is to so it's a uh, i'm looking for something to, okay it's to take is to take the 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 ring and smush it right yep. And then bite, bite at one end right in the middle yep uh so that you're biting in two places They've already weakened the structure of it somewhat, and that almost always gets you the the batter and the onion in one go. That was okay, literally I what I was just about realize, to say. I did was... not realize you attack onion rings like a, a Monster Hunter boss or something. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to watch out for your dodge timings. Uh, make, sure you, make sure you bring earplugs three to eating these onion rings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Okay. So let's move on here. We are back to Rob, who's got two in a row here, his second and third picks. So I've got to pick one of my, it's, 
It's kind of an enigma in and of itself how it works, but it is my favorite of the fried foods beyond funnel cake, and that is fried ice cream. Oh, okay. Mm. Because it shouldn't make sense. <laughs> when you think about it, it like it, it doesn't make sense, but it works so well. And like ice cream is like my favorite thing in the world. Oh, for sure. It's my favorite like dessert in general because mm-hmm. yeah, it's like such a great template. But when you just put batter on that and send it into the fryer, like it's fantastic. And every time you take a bite, like you, you just marvel at where we've come <laughs> in culinary science <laughs> to be able to fry something frozen. <laughs> You know what? I I really want to. I'm I'm gonna watch a YouTube video on how to how make they do fried that. ice cream now, just because <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about it. I had buddies that uh that have that had a deep fryer, and we were living at this apartment complex a long time ago, and they <laughs> they literally came down, and knocked on my door in the sh- these chef jacket or chef shirts. Um, <laughs> And they just had plates of fried food. Like, here, try these. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, sure. And they had, like, fried Oreos, fried ice cream, fried pickles, and all that stuff. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was just, friends. like, a ran- random Saturday afternoon. Like, okay, cool. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it's one of those things that. I really, really should not have ever eaten in my life, but every time I do, I am so happy. Again, yeah. I'll say, is any of this food like something you should ever eat in your lifetime, but we do anyway? Oh no. Like, oh no. But on. it like it this is to me what like the embodiment of that full decadent indulgence. That's of fair. like an ice cream, like a, a sugary cream frozen substance covered in batter and you know made into glory with that chocolate and caramel drizzle. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh. yep. Okay. Good stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it's relatively simple to make at home too. I think the big mm-hmm. thing is you have to have that oil hot enough that you're basically flash frying it. Like you get it exactly. in and you get it out very quickly. Exactly. <laughs> so otherwise yeah, it just explodes with like hot sugar milk. Right. <laughs> but, and then yeah. it's not, it's not the same after that. Yeah. Um, if you have my... a house still, my next one uh my next item on this list so in general i'm not a big corn on the cob person okay but there is something about a the the mexican mexican grilled corn on the cob that you can get with like the the parmesan and like the what is it the uh, cayenne pepper uh, and some various seasonings on it that like is fantastic and the, yeah. it, it is so good elote yes mm-hmm. um yeah yeah the grilled mexican street corn delicious yeah. uh also maybe my favorite moment of jack black's career which is saying something <laughs> Is in, <laughs> which is in Nacho Libre when uh-huh. I can't remember the name of the sidekick, but he walks up to him with the two corns on a stick and he just smacks it as hard as he can. It says, Get that Get corn, that out, of my corn face. out of my face. <laughs> I, just, I still my dad and I will still say that to each other when we're making corn for dinner uh, when at get togethers. Get that corn <laughs> out of my face. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it tastes fantastic. And every opportunity I can, that's the only time I really enjoy eating corn on the cob. 
Yeah. I mean, you're taking one of the tastier vegetables, which I mean, isn't saying much. It's a vegetable, but uh, and adding oh, wow. just copious Don't amounts. Don't you dare of, besmirch broccoli or yeah, carrots. Adding yeah, copious exactly. <laughs> amounts of like butter and salt and seasoning to it. Like, yeah, you're, you're not really eating the corn at that point as much as you're eating all the toppings you're putting on it. The corn yeah, is a just, vessel. It's a, it's a good, exactly. It's a yeah. very delicious <laughs> Why, why do you think my my practice has always been to take my finished cob and roll it around in all the leftover butter, salt, and pepper on my plate, and mm. then uh, you know eat the cob down further? I thought you That's were just weird. Gonna, like, man. Suck on That's it. Weird. <laughs> That's kind of weird, dude. <laughs> well, you know, there's it's a, it's like a rib, right? There's the there's bits of of good stuff okay. left on okay. there when you're I'm, like, I'm with you, man. Done with your initial go through. I I think like it, it, you at that point you utilize it to soak up kind of like you would bread, which one Austin Walker has referred to as an edible plate. <laughs> it's the plate you can eat. Uh, but it's like you're soaking up and sponging up like the remaining flavors that you still are enjoying from the millet you just had and okay. like putting it on the corn on the cob itself. And so you get like the remnants of the meal on that little like plate. Yeah. I, there's that. I mean, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I, I also might have something about like eating my food twice because we've been eating baked potatoes a lot lately Ooh. right and so i shell out the uh, most of the potatoes and mash it up and then i put the same toppings on top of that that i then put inside the skins and so i eat the, the potatoes up. before i eat the potatoes travis have you ever had a twice baked potato i was about to ask that yeah uh, i don't know it's it's so great it's basically that they scoop out the potato they mash it separately and then they refill the baked potato shell with mashed potato. So it's like nice. But and it's soft. not but it's not just the mashed potato. Well, yeah, they like it's like you mash it, in like bacon and cheese. Bacon and cheese and, yeah, and sour, cream. sour cream and all that. Oh mix oh okay. Okay. It's Does very that, good. Okay. That's I'm usually how Justin that. I make I'm potatoes. Gonna look, I'm gonna look into that. That sounds great. You would love it. <laughs> yes. Uh all right. Well, we're back to Jonah, who's gonna get his third pick here and put us halfway through the draft. What do you got, Jonah? All right. So hmm. now I have to get strategic because you guys are stealing my list. That happens. That's what we do here. <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna go with the the fresh squeezed lemonade at the lemonade Ooh, stand. You might have Jess's vote. Okay. Fresh okay. squeezed lemonade. Usually has way too much sugar, but it's <laughs> I mean it's yeah. We're not counting calories here. No. We drink a lot of lemonade in this house. I mean, <laughs> in this house we drink lemonade. <laughs> between between my daughter and I, we go through about 2 gallons a week. Wow. Uh, one one uh, raspberry and one I was going to ask, yeah, and I was going to ask Jonah, are you good with just plain lemonade or do you like a certain flavor of lemonade? I mean, Yes, I'm down for like just plain lemonade, but you've got strawberry or like Travis said, raspberry lemonade. Oh, give it to me, baby. It's, mm -hmm. it's tough to go wrong with a lemonade plus another fruit. It's really tough to mess it up. Yeah. Or like a Marionberry. Tomato Ooh. lemonade. <laughs> well, that's just a V8, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, V8 with citrus. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I think this is a great pick. Um, 
one of the things with fair food is you really want to be mobile. And that's my only concern is you have to make sure the food you're eating with that lemonade, you can handle with one hand, like a hot dog, corn dog type of thing. So you can or be carrying around leg. that lemonade or turkey leg. So you can you be carrying that lemonade in the other hand, whereas something with like a funnel cake, you really need two hands to tackle that. So it's a good thing. I don't like lemonade. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I hate lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I'm cool with lemonade is if it's a little bit in an iced tea uh, for an Arnold Palmer, like a light Arnold Palmer. But otherwise, I can't. So are you are you doing water at the fair or are you doing overpriced bad beer at the fair? What's both water and <laughs> <Yeah>. beer? <laughs> Some fairs watered, will have like a nice down, like craft water. beer. Vendor. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. for getting beer at the fair, it's watered down beer. True, true. It's got both. <laughs> my, I mean, my favorite thing about lemonade is that uh, you can just pop gin right into it, and that's, <laughs> that makes for a good drink. Fair uh, enough. So, very true. Uh, okay. So, well, Travis, what are you following up the lemonade? Uh, gin and lemon. No, uh, <laughs> gin. <laughs> so gin, uh, my, f- my fear, uh, when Jonah said he was going to take a Washington staple was that he was going to be taking the Fisher scone. Uh, and okay. I think this is pretty specific to Washington. It is, but I've never had one. Oh I man! I read about it. I was like, scones for Washington—that's yeah. our stapled food. What? Uh, I don't usually go to the fair, but my wife does, and uh, my only request is that she brings me back a baker's dozen of of Fisher scones. They're just scones with some raspberry jam in the middle. Huh. Easy peasy. But when you get them at the fair, they're like, they're so hot that they'll burn the roof of your mouth. The jam <laughs> will burn the roof of your mouth. Okay. Uh, so they're 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 quite good. I feel like that's another um, staple of good fair food. Position. It's got to be way too hot when you first get it. You're kind of yeah. like, oh yeah, hot potatoing with it until you get to a table. Yeah. Well, another. I mean, your favorite days at the fair. It's going to be at least a bit warm out, right? You know, oh, yeah. not too hot, but you. So you're already warm, and then you put the hot food in your mouth, and yeah, it's just a, it's just a whole thing. But I I knew this would probably be pretty specific to me. Um, I but because Jonah was like oh, the Washington stuff, I got I got uh, afraid. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually I'll buy the they sell the mix to to make the scones. So I'll, I've mm. I've gotten that a few times and and made I've the scones. Literally never heard of this, and I've lived here for like twenty years. I want to make them now. Crazy. Like I'm yeah. sure I wouldn't be able to make them as good as they are at the fair, but I want to uh, so scones. So did you did you look at a list of like uh, top fifty fair foods by state, Jonah? And uh, I was on I was on the phone with my wife, and she was reading it off, and she's like, "Scones are like Washington's favorite, or like yep our, our thing." And I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, no, to the point. I don't even remember where we were, but we were we were somewhere where it didn't make any sense. And the Fisher uh, scone like truck, like uh, like food truck, was there, and I was like, "Oh, honey, can we can we wait and, and pick up <laughs> some of these here scones?" You know, that's I love nice. them. I like it. Yeah, I mean, they're they're basically in a way like jelly donuts. Um, but a little bit more catered to sp- like the, they're, they're prepared the, slightly differently. The bread is way different than a donut. I think it's not airy at all. It's very dense. More pastry. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, oh no, not even well, pastry. It's, it's really like yeah, if, really like a dense. scone versus a donut breading for sure. Yeah. Um, but it, it that's that's one of the things I saw, and like one of the things that like my favorite donut is a jelly donut. It's closer um, to like a shortbread, right, or like a biscuit type. Yeah, but softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love scones too. We have Can, scone cutters out here. They're fantastic. Do, do they sell like the mix to make these? Like, is this a thing I could go? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I might. You have could to do probably that. get some at the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right. I love that pick. Um, Walmart. So, my next pick, uh, and I'm super excited this got to me. I wasn't sure if it would or not. Goes by many names. Uh, you might have heard it as tornado potatoes. Might have heard it as the tater dog the curly fry or as i grew up calling it the ribbon fry Mm -hmm. uh this is essentially you take a potato they have a very specialized tool for this almost looks like a vice grip you put the potato in it and there's a slicer at one end crank that potato through it and it just makes one long continuous french fry that you can then either serve in a, a small bowl or you can put it on a stick um and there was a place, so so growing up, we would always go to this uh, festival about an hour from where we lived called the Yankee Homecoming Festival. Locals, we found out later, called it the Yankee Go Homecoming Festival because they hated <laughs> all the tourists it brought in. Um, <laughs> but there was a booth there that served these like ribbon fries, and it was like the best version of it I've ever had in my life. And that was always like, when we got to the fair, our first stop was like, is the Federal Street Cafe booth open? Yes. OK, let's go get the ribbon fries. Um, it's just another one of those things that it's like I I could very easily make this at home. I literally I just Googled to look up the name of the tool for making it and I could buy one at Walmart for 20 bucks. Oh, really? But I don't but I don't want to. I want to eat it at a fair. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel right to make it at home. Um, oh. And I love, too, that you can change the thickness you get on the potato cuts, you could actually do, uh, I've had it before where it's been like a long potato chip, basically like one continuous potato chip. Mm -hmm. And when it's, when you have a potato chip that is like freshly fried and it's still a little bit warm, a little bit chewy, like, Oh, it's so good. It's Mm -hmm. so good. Heck yeah, dude. (laughs) Very passionate about the ribbon fried. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. I've seen some incarnations of them and I mean, it's kind of just like a seasoning delivery vehicle uh, is, yeah. is what it seems like. And that's great. I, I'm what sorry if that sounded like, like that was a condiment delivery vehicle. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what French fries are. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm absolutely the, the condiment <laughs> ship. That's what it is. I am, um, I'm posting a picture of this in case you don't know what I'm talking about. So here's a picture of like the vice grip and what the finished product looks like afterwards so you guys can see it but yeah it's it's potato on a stick and it's delicious it almost looks it looks like a combination of either a scallop preparation or like a pineapple based on the lighting (laughs) of that particular image honestly one of them now that you, you say that, do that with, I've, yeah, I've seen too. pineapples done that way. But yeah. but now that you say that, that would be like a super easy way to do scalloped potatoes as opposed to slicing a bunch of potatoes super thin. So thank oh, you, man. Oh, now man. I might actually buy one of these. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we're getting way off the rails here, but my, my parents are, are moving out of the house they've lived in for like, I don't know, 30 years now almost. And uh, 
they gave me my grandma's uh like vegetable slicer like rotary vegetable slicer and it's also a cheese grater and man let me tell you like i used that thing all the time when i was growing up and so the first time i had to use a hand cheese grater when i moved out of the house i was like this sucks (laughs) so so having having this thing back in my life and like i was so excited my wife was like i don't get why you're so excited and then i grated some cheese for her and she was like oh my god this thing's amazing (laughs) yeah uh, a good vegetable slicer uh you know it's nice Mm. to have uh yeah yeah. go for it brian next invite me over utensils you you we'll we'll both season some up uh differently and we'll we'll uh tr- compare make recipes yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds great uh okay so my next pick is also gonna be this one is like a super specific one to a festival i used to go to with uh, my dad and a couple of buddies and this is called the bacon explosion um <laughs> which I mean, good name. Good just, start. just from the name. Yeah, I think you kind of get an idea is, of what we're going for here. You've had this. I have I've like had my eye on this. At, like you can order one of these like free like in a yeah. in a freeze container like across the country. And I've like thought about it so many times, Brian. Like <laughs> they look incredible. They are incredible. Uh, so so yeah. Um. There's a, a beer festival in New England every year, the Harpoon Beer Festival. Uh, it's beer and barbecue. And so they have barbecue mm. pit masters that come from all over the country. And you pay, I think it was 20 bucks, and that gets you a beer ticket. And then everyone is doing little sampler size <laughs> plates that you can sample throughout the day. And this was just like the first booth we walked up to right outside the gate. Bacon explosion. We said, excuse me, sir. And it's essentially... <laughs> It's essentially like pork sausage that is wrapped in bacon that is then wrapped in more pork sausage that is then wrapped in a bacon lattice. Uh, and there's pictures. It's like a five by five bacon lattice. And then they roast it uh, like a or smoke it, I should say, like a meatloaf almost. Uh, mm. And then they just slice it off and serve it on a sandwich. And like it was a, a religious experience um interesting <laughs> it was so good interesting okay and you could buy a loaf uh, a bacon explosion loaf at the time when we were walking by you could just buy your own loaf to bring home for like 40 bucks and we're like oh man that was incredible that's a little steep we could probably make this at home so we wandered around the festival all day had a few beers had a lot more barbecue and on the way out, we left like right at the end of the day and it was the last day of the festival. And the guy was like selling them for five bucks because he's like, I just got to get rid of these because I can't bring them with me. So we, we came nice. home with like three of these bacon explosion oh, loaves boy. and they were so, so damn good. <laughs> so I see where your genius idea of the multi uh, True. sausage. It might have been an inspiration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Travis, I am definitely down for either like trying to make this with you or ordering one with you that we can, oh, uh, we can split. I'm, I, I'm, this does not seem that difficult to me. It's not. It's really like, not. it seems really easy. Uh, and, and again, sorry, audio listeners, we'll post pictures of all this on our discord when the episode goes up, but I'll, I'll post a photo here for you guys so you can see it. Yep. Uh, now, it's now gorgeous. here's my question: Do we go with the bacon sausage because they they have that now with the ground bacon? 
I feel like that would just it would just be bacon. You wouldn't get a contrast of flavors with a different type of sausage. That's fair. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Is there a problem with having just no, a lot amount of bacon? <laughs> it might just ascend to a, just, another I'm plane. <laughs> At that point, you're just eating a a bacon, bacon sandwich, sandwich, which yeah. is fine. But I mean, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna want to make no. It a BLT, no, you're absolutely you know? right. You're absolutely no. I'm right. I'm here for a BBB bacon, <laughs> bacon, bacon. Thank yeah. you. B three season is upon. <laughs> <laughs> B3 has come too. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So so those are my two personal picks. I took my two mainstream picks. Now that's two personal picks. So we'll send it back to uh I believe Travis for his fourth pick. Oh boy. Uh you know, my wife said and this is probably shouting out someone else's pick here. My wife said garlic fries. I said Ooh. those are all right. Give me the bacon and cheddar fries, like the go. the loaded fries with mm-hmm. with just a ton of of delicious bacon and and melted cheddar on top. That's mm, another <laughs> delicious condiment delivery vehicle. Like I kind of want that so messy that you just have to eat it with a fork anyway. So I can just mm-hmm. pour the condiment on rather than than dipping. That's my that's my preferred method there. Yeah, but them uh, garlic rosemary fries at a Mariners game, oh baby! It, dude, you have to go to the right grounders. Like they, <laughs> they're, they are definitely uh, hit and miss between the different places that you can mm-hmm. get the garlic fries uh, at the stadium. Yeah, we've we've got a burger joint out here called Lucky Thirteen. That's like a burger and bar place, and they have what's a burger called the Breath Enhancer which is almost just straight garlic and like a lot of really good uh, condiments as well. But they, they have these killer garlic fries um, okay. that like anytime I'm there, like I specifically will go there for their garlic fries, but I I cannot turn down. I, like given the choice, I would probably go with like the bacon and cheese fries or mm-hmm. chili, chili, fries. Yeah. chili fries. Yeah. Chili cheese fries. Yep. Because what are potatoes but great sponges for flavor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think that's a great pick. Uh, you know, that's why I picked ribbon fries in the previous round, because I think potatoes are a wonderful fair food. So yeah, <laughs> uh, adding bacon and cheese to that, you can't really go wrong. Um, Truth. Uh, all right. So, Jonah, your fourth pick is up next. We're getting close to the end here. What do you got? Oh, man, I'm going on this trend of like single handed foods. Yeah, um, <laughs> you got to so you can carry that lemonade around, man. Oh, yeah. I think we're going <laughs> into the dessert uh, portion of my fair trip. So we're going to go with. Uh, you know what? Scratch that. Scratch that. I'll save that one for Ooh. my next pick. We're going to go with fried mac and cheese on a stick. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I was I was talking with our friend Taters. Uh, who we've we've picked Taters a couple of times here tonight, but uh, I was I was talking with him while we were playing Valorant last night, and talked about a restaurant I went to where instead of a bun for the hamburger, they used two discs of deep fried mac and cheese oh, as the God. bun, and it was fantastic. I'm a big fan. My heart of deep hurts fried already. Mac. <laughs> thinking about that okay so i'll one up that okay there's a 
there's a food truck in Portland and it's called the grilled cheese grill and they make cheeseburgers, but you get to customize the buns because they're grilled cheese on both buns. Oh my uh, God. Okay. So you can get like okay. bacon in your top one, bacon and like customized cheese on the top one. And then the bottom one, you can get like pickles on your mm-hmm. grilled cheese. And then you've basically got a melt in on both ends. Mm-hmm. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the name of this place, Jonah? It's called the Grilled Cheese Grill. All right, it's I'm texting my dad while you talk. the next time he comes out here we have to go to this place okay and the best part is the seating area is a bus it's an old bus and it's just like yeah it's so cool it's very portland but yeah that i was gonna say that sounds like something i would find in portland (laughs) and would be very happy there that's oh that sounds fantastic Message sent. Hey, Dad, when you're listening to this later, first off, happy Father's Day. Second off, this is the moment when I sent you that text to go to the grilled cheese grill in Portland. Happy Father's Day. Thinking of you with this food. (laughs) Hey, I mean, it's summer break for me. Portland's only two hours away. I might absolutely. I'll pick Joan up on the way. (laughs) It's uh, it's nice because it's it's like on the northwest western part of Portland. So you just hop on I-5, go straight down. It's and bring Pretty some easy voodoo donuts to. home. Yeah, be a good day. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Okay, you you don't need to ruin this discussion with voodoo donuts, man. Oh, you're not a fan? <sighs> it's so overrated. It's wow. So overrated. Wow. Harsh words. It. I. I understand. I understand. It's like the thing that you come to Portland for. But like, trust me, there are there are better places you can go to than voodoo donuts. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just. I okay. feel like wild donuts always look so much better than they are in practice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, about as extreme as, as I think I've had that stayed really good was like some, some bacon on a maple bar. I know? was going to say maple bacon <laughs> bar is the yeah. best. Like that's, that's dank or like some, some Oreo on top with some cookies and cream filling mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, like, which they I'll do at that, Voodoo. That's but... one of their, their big, the big one I get at Voodoo that I love is the ODB. And that we're way off topic now, but it's the, <laughs> the old dirty bastard, which has the Oreo with peanut butter sauce sprayed over the top of it. And that's very good. Yeah. But so Brian, Brian, do you go to legendary donuts? I mean, do they got those around you. Uh, I've never heard of that. Oh, it's it's a uh, like it's north. It's voodoo donuts for up here, basically. Oh, OK, I'll have to check it out. They they, they make a uh, hamburger. They they make a hamburger, but it's, you know, a giant. It's like it's like this big uh, around. Yeah, the donuts of hamburger buns. and fries. Oh, uh, yes, but, the, uh, the donut no. of lunch, the hamburger. Right. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, it's all it's all donut ingredients made to look like a hamburger and fries. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I derailed your pick here, Jonah. I apologize. Anything else oh, you want to say about fried mac and cheese on a stick? Um, it's very mac good. and cheese deep fried <laughs> on a stick. Is there much more it's you have to say? Nothing about more needs that to be said. It definitely speaks for itself. <laughs> All right. Well, then we will keep it rolling here to Rob, who has his fourth pick and then gets to finish his list first with pick number yeah. five. This one, it's it's a very simple one, but I feel like 
it's so easy to mess up that when you find a solid a, a solid vendor that has it like you will stick around that for the rest of the day and that is the the big ass pretzel oh oh Just a big everyone, pretzel. everyone knows what pretzel you're talking about dude yeah. <laughs> you put me in slight shambles because i didn't even think about that and i love pretzels with like a good cheese oh come on yeah, yeah like a che- like a cheesy mustard dip mm. Or like a yeah. beer cheese dip. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is it's so like on its face, it's a very simple thing. Mm-hmm. It's just knotted dough with some big ass salt crystals on it. Um, but like a lot of the time, especially depending upon the time at which you get by that that uh, concession stand, those pretzels are like too chewy and dry. Um, but when you when they've just put on a fresh batch mm-hmm. and it is the warmest, softest, most delicious thing you've ever eaten at that moment. It's it's hard to top like a fresh baked pretzel like that. Yeah, that's a great classic pick. Uh, I am personally, I I'm a prefer of the cinnamon sugar donuts you can get, but, uh, or sorry, donuts, cinnamon sugar pretzel. Those are good too. Um, yeah, yeah. But the classic, the classic salt pretzel, you can't go wrong. The the the, the trade off for me in those is I like yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I have a huge sweet tooth, but it's like the 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 nice chewy exterior of the pretzel and just the nice soft dough in the center and just dipping that in in like a good mustard, like a beer or cheddar mustard. Um, it's so satisfying like it to me like it's as good as like a fine steak uh just one of those nice savory things that like makes me feel whole <laughs> you ever go to the mall and you got go to like the auntie ann's or whatever and oh, then yeah. you get like the pizza one and it's just like pepperoni pizza on the pretzel oh man dude it's great <laughs> so good and stuffed pretzels it stuff's great mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> pretzel dog um, yeah. Uh and then for my last one, um it in a way it's kind of a joke pick for me, but I also think it's actually fantastic is the chocolate covered frozen banana <laughs> is actually fantastic. It's one banana, Rob. <laughs> How much what could, could it, it be? Cost? Ten dollars. Um <laughs> As as listeners might know, Travis and I are huge Arrested Development fans, but like it's actually a really good dessert. Uh, like a chocolate covered frozen banana is just fantastic because I love bananas uh, in general and like anything you can do to mix that up a little bit. Like the, the chocolate, like the chocolate shell dip that it has is fantastic with like a little bit of the, the nuts or you could do like a cookies and cream kind of one uh, with like Oreo sprinkles on top. It's hardening. It's again. Oh, it's... I'll say salted caramel, baby. Yeah, mm, yeah. You could. Long. You could even do. You could even do where you hollow out the center of the banana. You stop it right now. Put in <laughs> some salted caramel. Freeze it. Then do uh, uh, put the the chocolate covering on. You are it's, a madman. It's so good. <laughs> you are a madman. I like to eat man. food. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, 
that's Rob's list finished and a wonderful list it is. Uh, so Jonah, your final pick, which we've, we've been told many times that often the final pick is tougher than the first one. What do you got? See, it was, but you know, like I was hyping up dessert, the last pick and then went with Mac and cheese. It is time for dessert. Yeah. And we are going I feel like I'm going to get some flack for this from one of you guys. Y'all got y'all got interesting tastes, I might say. Fried cheesecake on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> that it's delicious. I what love cheesecake. What would be wrong with that? I don't no know. flack, sir. No Jess flack. hates cheesecake in fairness. Jess hates it. <laughs> When it's not my we favorite. had Rob on the show, he's like, "Ew, butter's gross," uh, and I was like, <laughs> "No, no, I prefer five toppings above butter on toast. That's some basic ass <laughs> toast topping." Apple butter. To Rob's butter. appearance on Great Game Debate, correct? <laughs> yeah. I will quote you: "I don't like butter. That those are your words, sir." This man you came with receipts. Like butter. He came with receipts. <laughs> you don't you don't butter your toast before you put like some jam on it. Greg Griffith doesn't no. like Halo, and Rob Hudeck doesn't like butter. <laughs> I just we need like, to make the Hall of Haters. Yeah. <laughs> butter, like butter, is fine. It's just yeah. What? Uh, it, like what? it just uh, just as a topping for toast is you can't more interesting wrong. things to do. Uh, it's not an interesting thing to do with my toast. Yeah. Okay. okay. But what? Wait. Do you make toast to have something interesting? Like that, that's <laughs> where that's <laughs> where I'm can, having a like. I can a, put a, so a, many when I was put a chosen, delicious jam. But yeah. a lot of times you make toast to have something mild. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know that. So that when I think of toast, like that's that's why I think of buttered toast, not because like. See, I, I want think, to deliver something more. I have buttered toast because my stomach's not feeling great. I'm, and I'm I think honestly, I can handle that. I, I love butter. I do. I love it. I mean, look at me. But uh, I am with Rob in that I will reach for, you know, like a jelly or a peanut butter before I will reach for just mm-hmm. straight butter on my toast. Yep. Okay, but toast is like the ultimate side of the side. Like you go to the restaurant, you get your your eggs and bacon and your pancakes. And then they'll ask you for, you'll ask for a side of hash browns. And then they're like, Oh, what do you want with your hash browns? Your toast. Right. And so you have to justify, you know what? It's got butter on it already. When it comes out. (laughs) Okay. Rob, if you have the option of having nothing on your toast or butter, what are you going to take? Nothing. No, but so you presented an option with like like a breakfast plate. What I would put is the yolk from my eggs on that toast. Yeah, but the butter enhances. I don't. I don't need the butter on that. Oh my! Oh my goodness! The biggest fight in giraffe punk's history is about (laughs) butter butter on on toast. toast. (laughs) You guys can see part one of this on uh, the Great Game Debate. (laughs) Anyway, fried cheesecake on a stick. It's delicious. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, Uh, it is very good. uh, I'm just looking at how many. Yeah, Jonah's fried on a stick. Apart from the onion rings are really all just one-handed foods. I'm thinking because the onion rings, you'd have to cradle the plate Mm -hmm. and eat. But everything else you could do one-handed, which is... 
I think honestly very important when it comes to fair food. So you could you you could put all of the onion rings on a stick <laughs> and carry it around like that a bunch true. of hoops on a stick. That is true. Could you do uh, like a blooming onion on a stick and you're just ah. Just slice the onion like you slice the potato. <laughs> Honestly, I've got I had blooming onion on my list. I'm not gonna end up picking it at this point, so I'm I'm okay talking about it. But uh that was something that came up on a few lists I saw of the best fair foods was like yeah, me too, everyone thinks of the outback for the blooming onion, but you can get it at most fairs and it's just as good. Yeah. Um all right, Travis. What are you going to end your list with? So I need some kind of deep fried uh, pocket uh, filled with a delicious dessert that you eat without the deep fried pocket already. But before I tell you what that is, I'm going to tell you about this recipe I found for uh, air fryer Oreos. Mm. Okay. It's just crescent roll dough and Oreos. And you cut the crescent roll dough into eight, eight uh, you know into eighths and put an oreo in the middle of each one and air fry them at 325 for three minutes i am trying this tonight i have these (laughs) items in my house i will literally and then you You put the powder sugar on there in about an hour and a half uh okay all right i gotta do some weed whacking anyway so you you also gotta do like a, a cream cheese um dip Kind of like now, what I would do would be a cream cheese marshmallow cream dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and that you just take a, a jar of marshmallow cream and one of the bricks of cream cheese, mm-hmm. and you just mix them together. It's yep. that simple. Absolutely. All right. So, so I am taking deep fried s'mores. Ooh. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And okay. and that's uh, I mean, if I was putting them together myself, I'd put in Reese's uh, instead of uh, Hershey bar. Brian but uh, <laughs> as you would get them at the fair, uh, it would be just just chocolate, just just regular chocolate. But uh, I think the way the marshmallow comes out in this situation is really nice. Um, ooey gooey goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I, yeah. I've been on a s'mores kick lately because my grocery store was selling the bags for like five dollars where you get like a bag of marshmallows, a pack of Hershey bars and a pack of graham crackers. And they just like mm. sell it as like a combo pack. And so I've been yeah. dining out on s'mores for like the last two weeks as my. How do you snack. toast the marshmallows? I just do it in the microwave, which is kind of blasphemous. But you put them in the microwave for about 10 seconds and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> and they get like this big. Yeah. They get it's, it's a lot easier is. than lighting up my outdoor stove and, and grilling it's them really out there. It's really fun but... to watch, actually. To watch yeah. them marshmallow yeah. expand have you and, ever and tried be nervous Rolos? that it's gonna like tip over but <laughs> oh roll with a s'more Ooh. yes so i tried it on a s'more but that sounds delicious it'll blow yeah, your mind right. i swear i feel like you'd have to do a layer of like three or four yeah, you, you, got, you gotta you gotta like make like a little or a castle and then yeah, smash like the, the, the ramparts the ghirardelli oh, squares oh, with the caramel yeah. inside of them that oh, you could, you oh my god you Look can at the big brain square. over here. There's so oh. many options. Of you can put the roller <laughs> inside of the marshmallow. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. But see, then, then you got to the game here, folks. You're gonna have we're trouble toasting it. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have trouble toasting it. You got to. Well, if you do the microwave method, you'd be okay, though. Well, you could yeah. also you could also do like uh, the fork uh, on like hang it on the bottom of it and heat mm-hmm. it up a little bit. 
There, there are ways oh, we have yeah, to experiment. We're gonna have to do a short episode of uh, s'more ingredients sometime. <laughs> uh, build your perfect s'more. The, the quick, quick draft. Quick draft. Yeah. Uh, all right. Excellent choice, Sir Travis, with the deep fried s'mores. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a little bit of peer pressure here with everybody taking a dessert. Um, I wasn't going to, but you not pick a dessert. I know I wasn't going because I had a fifth one. Didn't you make you fantastic dessert already. Desserts? Well, that thank you. Yeah, I do have deep fried Oreos. That's you true. do have deep fried Oreos. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm between I'm two. The only one with a drink. And here's the thing: uh, I can't pick specific beers. <laughs> yeah, I do want to have because, as Travis mentioned, usually when we're at the fair, we're associating that with summer weather. It's pretty warm. So sometimes it's nice to have a nice, cool, delicious treat. Uh, mm. And so I am going to go dessert here. And mm. we're going to the Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City, Florida. Okay. And we're stopping by the Parksdale Farm booth for their strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. Just a nice huge shortcake base with a bunch of fresh cut up strawberries and some delicious whipped cream. Uh, okay. Nice whipped cream or cool whip whipped cream. Oh, whipped cream, man. All right. I love cool whip. I love cool. Okay. whip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like cool whip is so good on strawberry shortcake. Like it, was, it is. It, it is. is when I'm having it out at the fair. I want the, the real whipped cream though. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's like an effort that goes into it that really adds to the flavor because then they, you know, they had a heavy elbow lifting, tilting that sugar in there. Yes. <laughs> okay, but in the Michael, when I make it at home, I'm making it with Cool Whip all day. In Absolutely. the Michael Fassbender meme, <laughs> he said, "Show me whipped cream." I mean, the real whipped cream. <laughs> Perfection is Cool Whip. <laughs> the, the best part about Cool Whip is like you can just take the tub dump the tub out right and then you get all your your macerated strawberries and then you pour that into the bowl you whip it up until you have this strawberry cream oh my god that on your cake. whoa i yeah, actually I just blew your mind didn't i so next time we do swedish pancakes and we macerate oh! strawberries <laughs> oh! dude, no just to the next level dude well when when rob and brian were here i made swedish pancakes yeah, for everybody oh, oh. um yeah, so a, a few years ago for a family party i did make strawberry shortcake cupcakes and part of it was i made a homemade uh strawberry flavored whipped cream just like, like a pureed strawberry mixed with whipping cream and it was fantastic it was very um, good so dude the best part of going to get that drink from copper coins is finding out what kind of whipped cream they've got <laughs> <laughs> now with uh, with strawberry shortcake what are your thoughts on adding on top of that whipped cream a nice strawberry glaze like a drizzled kind of strawberry glaze. I mean, yeah. that, that kind of comes with the macerated strawberries because when you're sure, sure, sure. In this, but there is a particular, syrup. there's like a flavor like profile. Like syrup almost, yeah. Exactly, yeah. that it can add. Yeah. And then like, it, like the, the, the concoction you're talking about, John, also like sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking like, if you're going like your, your typical composition of the strawberry shortcake. Right, right. then having a drizzle atop that. Are you talking close to like a jam? From the, no, like a like a uh, drizzle glaze. 
Yeah, that, closer, closer to a syrup. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the, comes from the strawberries breaking down in the sugar is mm-hmm. is the syrup. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer mine more on natural. I think uh, I get yeah. it without the glaze usually, but um, that's almost a little too much sweet for me. But yeah, I don't I don't have any complaints if it's there either. I'm still going to eat it. It's it's still delicious, cold strawberry shortcake at a summer strawberry <laughs> festival in Florida. So heck yeah. 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 Uh, all right. And with that, we have reached the end of our draft, which. I am starving now, so I'm going to finish this up so I can go eat dinner. Um, so we'll start with Rob, uh, and we'll all recap our lists, and then we will vote for our favorite. So, Rob, can you let us know what it is that you picked again? Going to be rocking some funnel cake, maybe some fried ice cream with that, some Mexican grilled corn on the cob, a big pretzel, and chocolate-covered frozen banana from the banana stand. Love it. Uh, Jonah, what do you have? I have the big honkin' turkey leg, Walla Walla sweet onion rings, uh, fresh squeezed lemonade, um, fried mac and cheese on a stick, and last but not least, the fried cheesecake on a stick. Jonah, have you ever gotten something fried on a stick and then you're kind of like walking around? And you lose track of things, and then you look at what you're holding, and you're like, "Wait a second, it's what did I get fried on a stick again? <laughs> like, have you ever forgotten what's on the stick?" I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it'd ever matter, honestly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty funny if you bit into fried mac and cheese expecting fried cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was my thought when he was that reading those throw last two. <laughs> That's fair. I think you could tell, though, at some point when you see macaroni noodles. I should have taken deep fried lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, man. All right. I Uh, mean, if they can deep fry ice cream, why can't they deep fry frozen lemonade? You know what? Have you seen that guy on YouTube that, like, makes the sausages out of everything? Yes, Mm -hmm. I have. No, I'm more familiar with the guy on TikTok who makes espresso shots out of everything. Oh, my God. I love that guy. (laughs) Yeah, the sour powder him. was my. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He'll turn right. everything into sausages. So he could do that. You could make a sausage oh, with the lemonade and then deep fry it. awful. Travis. Don't uh, knock it till you try it. I'll Mr. try it. Mr. Butter hater. <laughs> Mr. Scientist. All right. Uh, my <laughs> list is uh, elephant ears, kettle corn, uh, Fisher scones. Uh, loaded bacon and cheese fries and deep fried s'mores. Excellent. And uh, I have deep fried Oreos, the corn dog, ribbon fries, the bacon explosion, and strawberry shortcake. Uh, this is the toughest vote of all time. I this know. Is dude. I, I'm like, this is the vote. toughest I'm vote like, ever. I... I'm looking and I don't think there's like a single thing. And I'm like, I consider myself a picky eater. I think I would eat every single item on these lists. <laughs> oh gosh. But I think because he's got the elephant ears, that was going to be my top choice with the loaded bacon and cheese fries and the deep fried s'more. Uh, even though I'm not the biggest kettle corn fan, I'm going to give my vote to Travis. Well, I was going to vote for you already, so, you know, you didn't have to buy my vote like that. Well, hey, you know, (laughs) I do what I can. All right, so Travis and I are voting for each other. 
Uh, Jonah, who are you voting for? Rob, can I hear your list one more time? Sure. Funnel cake, fried ice cream, Mexican grilled corn on the cob, big pretzel, and chocolate covered frozen banana. Yeah, see. Jonah, do you want to hear my list? The pretzel really got. Do you want to hear my list again, Jonah? (laughs) The pretzel really got Jonah, I think. Yeah, it it really did. It's so simple, but it it does a lot of lifting. Hey, Rob. uh, I'm going to have to go with Travis. Sorry. That's fine, man. (laughs) He's got a great list. Wow. Okay. You gotta come get come uh we'll we'll get together and get some Fisher scones. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Uh so Rob, that leaves you. Who are you gonna vote for here, bud? Well, uh I would have voted for Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I, I realized no, 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 what I had no. done. <laughs> oh, oh, I had before you had even pulled that, I wasn't voting for you. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> ouch, ow. <laughs> the, the reason is. The lemonade. Number three, the lemonade. Yeah, that's the only thing on that list I do not want any part of. Oh. Uh, everything else, I'm totally here for. Jess, she she's here for the lemonade, and so like if it was the combined vote with me and Jess, you'd probably have our vote. It's fine. Uh, I want her vote more than yours anyway. Uh. <laughs> uh, and Tra- Travis has an incredible list. The like, I'm not a huge fan of popcorn in general. Uh, kettle corn is probably the best version of popcorn that I would enjoy. But the Oreos are like my favorite cookie. Uh, you can do a lot of stuff with a corn dog and like bacon and potatoes. Great combination and two different things. And then the strawberry shortcake. I got to go with Brian. That's my guy right there. That's my guy. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. All all of these, I would eat all of these, probably not at the same part because I would not survive <laughs> the night at the same time. But yeah, yeah these are. Hey, we're here for a excellent. good time, not a long time. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that being said, Rob, do you have any more uh, awful foods that you'd like to add for honorable mentions? Uh, Classic churro. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But like, there's there are so many ways you could cover it. Um, the Disney I mean, like, just churro. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, fried cheese curds, uh, caramel oh, apple, yep. uh, fried pickles, sleeper hit, uh, snow cones, key lime pie on a stick, uh, and the classic roasted nuts. All right, I'm gonna have to stop you there with the snow cone because shaved ice is a thousand times better. Mm. yeah it, it with snow cones you just get like the big ice chunks and it doesn't hold the flavor whereas the snow cone i th- no, like... i think you're right I meanwhile you're I'm, right. I'm over here saying there's a difference because i haven't had enough of shaved ice yeah there's that there's absolutely a difference there's absolutely a difference which it doesn't yeah. make sense because when you think of a snow cone is the shaved ice like yeah the names are like flip-flop because shaved ice is more of a snow mm. but I'm going to Hawaii in a week and a half, and I've been told the Hawaiian shaved ice is to die exactly. for. So. Exactly. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, Jonah, what else do you have on your list? All right. So uh, somewhat of a healthy option is when you go get out of here. Go and away. You get the, you get the big ass <laughs> pickle, you know, and you're just yeah. walking around with a giant pickle. That's that's solid. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with like licorice rope or cotton candy. Um Something that we have down here, I don't know if it's pretty common, but like you get like the yakisoba with the teriyaki skewer. That's yeah. like that's awesome. Yeah. Um 
Uh, I mean, caramel corn. We taught we touched on that. Uh, like if you can find a slushy stand for sure. Yeah, getting. I'd be I'd be here on. for a slushy. Yeah. Or a lemonade slushy. Rob. All right. All right. <laughs> I want to enjoy my food. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. I promise Rob and I are actually friends. I, oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> uh, okay, Travis, you got anything else for us? Yeah, of course. Uh, I got uh, frozen lemonade. You saying of course. Frozen lemonade uh, that you would eat with a spoon, you know? If your next one is deep fried uh, butter, Travis, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, cur- curly fry cube. You know, uh, when you oh, just get a okay. just a cube of curly oh. fries, it looks like it's been <laughs> pressed, pressed, pressed in a compactor. Yeah, that's, that's great. The grease is the glue. Uh, uh, euros. Uh, it's yes. not like, you know. I didn't even think of euros. Uh, garlic fries. And uh, I have written here, uh, timestamp, Brian, big f- off nachos. Oh, <laughs> yeah! You can't go wrong with big f- off nachos. You know, I mean, I specifically think of the helmet nachos that I would get at a baseball game. You know what I mean? I always get the cantina nachos, but the, funny, we got yeah. the helmet nachos one time for four people, and it was perfect. You know, eighteen oh. bucks to feed four people at a baseball game? Hell yeah! Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! For sure. It's funny how much overlap there is between fair food and baseball game food. That yeah. like street food, like if you yeah. just go like food carts, I mean, it's basically yeah. a fair all year long, especially mm-hmm. with me living so close to Portland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I really had on my list that hasn't been brought up during this recording is uh, at the Texas State Fair. And I'm sure you can get this other places now, too, but it originated there. They have a deep fried peanut butter and jelly, uh, which oh, sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. it would be delicious. Um, oh, it one this this restaurant that was like the first place Allie and I ever like went to eat together before we were even dating. They had a PB and J cookie that was a peanut butter like a skillet cookie, and it was a peanut butter cookie with a uh, jam filling. Mm-hmm. It like in the middle of the cookie, right? Gotcha. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, um, couple couple more. Sorry, uh, okay, from our yeah. community. Uh, Charles McGregor, uh, developer of HyperDot, we were talking with him last night, and he brought oh, cool. up Sweet Martha's Cookies in a Cone, which are sold at the Minnesota State Fair. And he said they'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll have like fifteen checkout counters at that booth, and it'll still you'll be waiting in line for like forty five minutes to get cookies because it's Is so that the place popular. With a bucket of cookies. Yeah, you can buy them yeah, in a okay. cone or a bucket. Yep. Okay, I want to change my list to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I reached out to I actually I reached out to Mike Tucker because I had a question about if a beaver tail was different at all from an elephant ear. And we decided, no, they're both basically just fried dough. So um, mm. beaver tails are basically a Canadian version of fried dough or elephant ear. But he did bring up butter tart. He said that's like the number one thing he could think of that you could get at a lot of Canadian fairs that is probably not as popular in America. So if you're interested, you can check that out. Uh, and then the last one I found, and this is one I didn't pick it because I've never had it, um, but a spin on chicken and waffles to make it more mobile was a fried chicken with gravy on it served in a waffle cone, which okay. sounds fantastic. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. so I'm still upset over here that I didn't think a euro. 
<laughs> oh, man, I love Euros so much. It's just been a long time since I had one at a fair. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's the end of our draft. Uh, before we roll out of here, Jonah, can you tell us one more time how to find Great Game Debate? Uh, you can find us. Oh, I need to pull up the uh, the the Twitter because it's spelled weird. It's like Great yeah, Game like... Deb Eight. Yeah. So at Great Game Deb Eight on Twitter, um, and then uh, I'll you can throw a Discord link mm-hmm. in the bios and whatnot or whatever. Yeah, it's all the folks who are on the Draft Punks Discord and talk about how friendly and welcoming <laughs> it is. Like GGD is just as good. Uh, oh yeah, they're super friendly. They're always doing fun contests and polls and all that kind of stuff. So definitely check out their Discord. Debates uh, of the day. Those are oh fun. yeah. We yeah. just uh, we just announced our winners for our latest giveaway of some Cro Smack art, and uh, we're we've got five posters. Um, beaten down Brian, he won uh, the Resident Evil Two poster. Nice. And now I have to figure out how to ship out to Ireland. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> those posters were fantastic. Oh, you dude. showed those when uh, I was on that episode, and I was uh, jealous because. Oh. I yeah. gave you a shout out that uh, that Doom that Doom Eternal poster is still yeah. up for grabs. So on our uh, July giveaway, you can still enter. If, to, I'm, if I'm lucky, one. man, I might take. <laughs> I might yeah. uh, do what I can to get it. And so, so your podcast is available on YouTube, and then wherever you get your podcast yep. as well. Wherever right? you guys can listen to this fantastic show. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. Uh, so, Rob, what are you up to this week? Uh, well. Uh, a lot of Spelunky. No, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> so uh, Travis and I have been playing some Spelunky together. We streamed it a few t- like a couple times yesterday. Uh, might tomorrow, depending upon scheduling for Monday Night Roguelite. Uh, I might just, if Travis is busy, I might just stream it solo and work on unlocking some characters. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Real Draft Punks. Um, and we, I'm trying to think of any other big stream things that we have coming up i don't think there's anything major right now you still playing zelda on sundays i am did not today uh as of recording because uh yeah. we were planning on doing this recording uh and had some other stuff to to attend to with with laundry and that but sure. uh, yeah sundays are the the zelda streams adulting it's understandable technically it <laughs> <laughs> still played some death stranding while doing laundry <laughs> nice. uh travis what about you You're muted. I think homeboy's muted. Gosh, I was so excited. I had made it through almost the entire episode without being muted. Uh, just and all I said was Spelunky. Just put a lot more Spelunky. Uh, we didn't make it to the uh, Loki uh, viewing on Wednesday uh, this past week, but uh, hopefully this week we will yeah. be back on. It was very good. I I. I missed the chance to discuss things with people so mm-hmm. the ending of that second episode was great i'm looking forward to by the time this comes out we'll have watched the third episode last night but yeah people are always welcome to uh join in and, and watch those with us and we love having discussion with folks who are fans of the show afterwards so absolutely mm-hmm. i got a question uh, about that show real quick how yeah. many episodes is it gonna be is it gonna I be six know. Or... Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, let me Google real quick. Yeah, I have no idea. Episodes because is I Loki. need to know if I need to keep up with it or if I should binge it all like I did with six. Uh, okay, six. The, the last yep. that was going to be like six to nine was going to be my guess range. 
Nice. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> I set myself up for that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, and if you do enjoy good discussion, we would love it if you would come and visit us on our Discord. Uh, you can find a link to that on our Twitter at Real Draft Punks. We are Real Draft Punks on pretty much every social media, including uh, Twitch and Instagram and TikTok, all those places. We mostly stick to Twitch and Twitter because we're old. Um, but we are on the other places too, if you want to give us a follow. And if you enjoyed the show, um, please, 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 if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review. It helps other people find the show. If you're listening to us on some other format, we would love it if you could review us however that platform allows it. But yeah, that's it, guys. We did it. We did it. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to cast your votes throughout the week. Uh, tell us who had the best team because next week your winner has the honor of first choice in that draft. Uh, and that's it. Uh, and Rob, since you won last week, are you ready to announce this week's punkishment? I am. Okay. Uh, Brian, have you ever played the original Metroid on the NES? Uh, it is maybe one of my greatest gaming shames is that I have not played. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be playing Metroid for the NES All right. in honor of the Metroid dread reveal the fifth final episode in the series of Metroid. Apparently um, oh, they said it was a final. Well, it's the conclusion of a narrative arc that, don't don't worry in the about same it. in the same don't, way don't kingdom hearts it. 3 is the end of kingdom hearts yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's what they're saying but i i don't know anyway the we're gonna start with where it started okay uh, the og net the I, OG yeah Metroid. i know like the two things i heard most about this when i was a kid was that it was extremely good but extremely difficult and so that always kind of kept me away from it it but. is challenging to navigate yeah but i'm excited for it i'll get out some graph paper and uh write out some maps and we'll have a yes good time. <laughs> old school <laughs> uh all right well that'll happen on friday um but in the meantime rob well until next week travelers be happy eat unhealthily <laughs> and, and be kind to each other <laughs>